Welcome back to House on Carrion Hill, House of Bob's cosmic horror adventure played in Pathfinder 2nd Edition in the Galarian campaign setting. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Willen Dappen, the gnome wizard. Hi, I'm Jeanette. I'm playing Bimkin, the long snout rat oracle. Hey, I'm Schubert. I am playing Nibnub, the razor-tooth goblin fighter. I'm Trevor, and I'll be playing Theobald, the orc investigator. And I'm Sean, your game master. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com slash the house of Bob. Last time on House on Carrion Hill, a pitched battle rages through the basement of Crove's Asylum as the heroes battle against a horrible creature summoned from another dimension. But even with the cloaker out of the way, it seems the dangerous Crove has even more tricks up his sleeve. And so last time, the four of you had pursued Crove through the maze-like tunnels of Crove Asylum chasing him into this southern narrow hallway filled with doors that you can only assume more demented inmates hide behind. Crove reaches the end of the hallway, Bimkin and Nibnub just behind him in pursuit. He throws the door open as he says to Bimkin, I think I recognize you. I think you know what's behind this door. And then he blinks, runs, and gets one last word in edgewise with Theobald before we ended the episode. And he said, I can't say I envy you getting to meet the wolf again. And as Crove continues his sprint away and the four of you look back towards the door that he left open, suddenly the rest of the doors in this hallway begin to as if someone behind them is just banging, slamming against them to be let out. And then everything goes black. And we see a small hooded figure emerging from a swampy thicket during a moonless night. The air is thick and hot, amplifying the chirps and bellows of crickets and frogs as they sing into the windless night. The figure walks purposefully, unimpeded by the darkness or tangled roots beneath his feet. He gently pushes vines and branches aside as he walks into a clearing and looks out towards a warm, glowing light in the distance. At the far side of the clearing sits a humble stone house. A warm glow emits from a single window and smoke rises from the peak of a small chimney. The figure steps out into the clearing and onto a narrow path leading up. He arrives at the door and something, something is off. He suddenly goes rigid and the camera pans in closer on the face of this dark gray-furred Yosoki with large round ears and eyes, black eyes of Bimkin. The sound of crickets and frogs muffles as a look of hesitation crosses over his dark eyes as if an unpleasant thought has just crossed his mind. Bimkin exhales loudly and blinks hard as if preparing himself for what comes next. He steps forward and reaches out to grasp the door handle. Turns the handle, pushes the door open. Within, warm, flickering light spills out onto his face, and his expression shifts from trepidation to one of shock and horror. Within the house, we see a small living area. The only source of light is a small fireplace in a corner. It crackles lively as a cast-iron pot hangs from a roasting spit above it, swinging back and forth with a screeching creak. 
There are simple wooden stools and a table, all tossed over and scattered across the room. The area rug is bunched up and shoved to one far side. The floor, built of knotted and warped wood, is stained red and covered with chunks of flesh and bone. In the center of the room, surrounded by debris, lies a giant, bloated mass of flesh covered in spikes and fur. The fur resembles that of a rat folk, but it's stretched tight and ripped in sections, revealing pulsing pink and green flesh, shards of armor, and unblinking eyes. The mass of flesh breathes heavy, labored breaths, raspy and hoarse. The breath snuffs and quiets as if it senses the rat folk standing in the doorway. Bimkin slowly starts to back away, but at that moment, the mass of flesh begins to rise and a face appears from behind what could now only be its bloated belly. A gaping wide black hole appears from its stomach, fur pulled back tight against a gaping maw. Two small rat eyes and ears sit above two tiny, beaded, unblinking eyes. Bimkin begins to step back, but in his hasty trips and falls just as the creature emits a low rumble from the back of its maw. The rat folk crawls backwards, still facing the creature before turning on all fours and running as fast as he can away from the scene. He rushes away, back towards the swampy thicket, hyperventilating. As he dashes for the thicket, the light from behind him grows stronger. The door swings open and just as suddenly snuffs out as the aberration's enormous body attempts to fit through the doorway. It shrieks out a horrible howl. In his mad dash, Bimkin stumbles over his own feet, landing chin first into the dirt and mud. Scrambling back up, he realizes he's holding something in his front paw. Shaking, he looks down towards his hand and sees he is tightly grasping a small toy, a felt rat with all the telltale signs of being well-loved and cherished. He looks at it perplexed and whispers, Juju, just before he is snapped back to the reality at hand. The sound of the creature bashing itself against the doorway, attempting to break through the frame. In his shock, Bimkin tosses the toy away into the darkness, scrambles to his feet, and rushes into the thicket, leaving the house behind him. And wouldn't you know it, it is Bimkin's turn. This is so bad. Bimkin, this door lies open just five feet south of you. You can see the hallway curls around to the west. Nibnubs right at your back, ready to support you, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But even still, the doors in this hallway, the ones that still are locked shut, rattle. <laughs> what do you do? Okay, and Crove is still here? Crove ran ran north and then blinked through Willen and Theobald and is now just exactly opposite of Theobald, uh, just north of Theobald. I think Bimkin's gonna hold and say, hey, you guys totally got this. What? And what? What? And I, I can't get. I have no way of getting through. Well, you can move through your allies. Yeah, but I can't move through Crove without an attack of opportunity. I'm guessing. Oh, you can't get up to him. You yeah, don't have any range. Could you just rat roll right into him? Well, I'm gonna rat roll into everybody. And knock well, everyone down. It wouldn't be That's the fine. first time. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine if you want to delay. I mm-hmm. think okay, we'll wait. So I'll move behind Willen slightly. And then I believe I should have enough reach to cast blindness. 
Ooh. On nice. Crove. On Crove. On Theo. <laughs> on Theo. Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to see this shit. So. Yeah. Trust your instincts, yeah. Theo. Close your yeah. eyes. So oh, he's going thank to you so much. I have to make a fortitude save. A fortitude save. Okay. That oh. is a 20. <laughs> and he fails. Oh, fail. Nice. <clears throat> so you're blinded for one minute. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. That's pretty good. Is that a pretty high level spell? That is a third level spell, yeah. The tippy top of what we got. Crove suddenly clutches to his face. Ah! You show me the dark. You won't survive this hallway, I'm sure of it. And I'll see you again. I was born in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Go on. (laughs) You clearly adopted it. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love it. So yeah. Bimkin moves north away from this door that Crove has left open, gets close enough, and casts blindness. Crove now stumbling through the darkness. It is Willen's turn. Oh, boy. All right, Theo. You're going to want to duck. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to blast him with magic missile, I think. Okay. Let's just get some damage in, you know? So I'll do full round action doing that. So I'll hit him with three shots. What spell level? First level. Okay. Okay. So it's just the three shots. Okay. Yeah. All right. So a total of nine damage. Okay. Woo. Every little bit counts. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Now, next up, Nibnub, you begin to hear this... Slithering, pulsing, scraping sound as through the south door. Oh, God. You see a green and pink creature with gray, rat like fur pull itself through the doorway. That is. What? Oh, boy. Two moves to get there. That does not look like a rat. It doesn't look like a wolf either. As you see it, this pulsing, constantly morphing creature with mouths that open in seemingly random places and this stretching and pulsing, there's chunks of metal in there. It's uh, overall super terrifying and freaky. It starts to make you think of your nightmares that you've had. Mm -hmm. It's going to finish up its movement, stepping towards you and make a single attack. Oh boy. Cross your fingers. Does an 18 hit? No, it doesn't. All right. You are in the clear for now. It is your turn, Nimnub. So this horrifying creature just crawled its way through the door and walked up to me and, well... Can't say walk, but it slithered up to me and tried to attack me. Mm-hmm. How is it trying to attack me? It is attempting to like rake you with these pseudopods or tentacles that lash out. Even as they're coming at you, they're like morphing and suddenly growing teeth or claws that are attempting to scratch at you. Teeth are just kind of like mouth claws, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> wow, I I don't like that. My plan was to rush over to the door and just slam it closed and be like, we're busy right now. (laughs) Come back later. Maybe you can just push him back through the door. 
Yeah, that time has passed. Oh, no, okay. that's actually that's not a bad idea, push Trevor. Him. You'd have to push him ten feet and then close a the door. That's not impossible for Nibnop. Yeah, Nibnop's got mm. one good arm. <laughs> <laughs> Does one very good arm? Yeah, the best arm. Would that be possible, Sean? I'm imagining him kind of using his stabby stick to push and prod the thing back through the door. I mean, that's just a shove, so yeah. you can succeed on a shove against it. All right. You can push it back. I just feel like this thing could break down a door. That's all. Yeah. I take a quick look at it, the door. Is it a door <laughs> that I could shut and would seal this thing? Or is it just like a flimsy, crappy wooden door that this thing would break right through? Or can Nibnub discern the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a roll. I don't know. I can answer that without a roll if you are trained in craft. No. So not being trained in crafting... I yeah. would ask you to make a seek action, which is to roll crafting and, and make that assessment. I'm not a thinker. I don't, I'm not going to take time to think. So. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm going to either push it or, or stab it. Okay. Okay. First, I'm going to try to stab this thing because I do have some poison on my stabby stick. Okay. Rolled a 17. I believe I have plus 13 on my trident. Yep. So that's a 30 hit. Is it a crit? Not a crit. Oh, it's got good AC. Okay, then I will just do my damage. I got five for my damage roll. Mm-hmm. So I, I put a lethargy poison on my stabby stick. Okay. It's got to uh, roll a fortitude save. DC 18. A critical success. A Ugh. 34. I'm guessing that nothing happens then if you roll in that case no nothing happens boo that was one action what else you got i'm gonna push it back okay athletics against fortitude 23 23 is a fail nibnub tries to push this creature back and it amorphizes around your attempts to shove it and stays in place all right that's it i'm just gonna stab at it again then Oh, that's a bad roll. Eight to hit. All right. This is one of those things that I've been waiting to happen is for someone to critically fail on a melee attack against this monster. Oh, oh cool. you son of a bitch. Oh, and it like happened in like the first round. Oh, my Lucky gosh. You. Wow. Did you manifest this, Sean? I just, yeah, I just put it out into the world on my yeah. on my vision board. Nice. So <laughs> Nibnub is pretty much like frantically stabbing at this thing yeah. being like, get back. And as you do, your last attack, your trident, sticks a little too deep. And one of its tendrils managed to wrap around your arm. It uses its reaction called Teeth Beneath Flesh. And it rakes back against your arm. You're going to take 1d6 damage. And I need a fortitude save. Oh, no. 28. Okay. You successfully save. Yes. As you feel the teeth rake, you see the flesh on your arm kind of roil and shift and then settle. Gross. And it is Theobald's turn. And Theobald, as you see Crove run past you and you hear this hissing and slithering behind you, you look back over your shoulder and you recognize this creature too. Gross. Crove pulled this from your mind. So what are you doing, Theobald? You got... A blind crow adjacent to you to the north. You got Willen sickened to your south. You're in a five-foot-wide corridor filled with danger. What do you do? Theo, punch that blind guy. 
I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> have a good long think. I'm going to have a good long think, and I'm going to devise a stratagem and plan out how I'm going to punch a blind man standing right in front of me. <laughs> I get three actions, correct? You do. Devise a stratagem is one action, mm-hmm. and then punching is the second action. And I have a third action on, on the side of that, right? Yeah. I, th- I think that I might toss a, a bon mot. I don't know if, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. Am I just being... Is that Maybe. how it's pronounced? Yeah, it might be French. It might be like bon mot or something like Le that. Le bon mot. Bon mot. I am so not French. I'm an orc, okay? That's just... I got tusks in my mouth. There's no <laughs> French orcs. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. So do you want to do you want to do your quip first or do you want to roll first and then quip based on your roll? Mm. I want to quip first. I'll be seeing you later. And then I think about hitting him. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I have to roll anything for the Bon Mott? Yes, it's a p- diplomacy. 28 against his will save? That is a success. He has a minus two to will saves. Yep. And perception, I think? Yeah. So he's blind and insulted. So he just doesn't have any a clue what's going on. Nice. And now I'm going to quickly devise a stratagem. Does a... Th- 30 hit a blind man. So that's your stratagem. Are you going to use it? Oh, yes, I am. It hits. Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> is that a critical? It's not a critical. Oh, okay. So I'll just roll damage, which is 11. Well done. It's now Keeper Crove's turn. So Crove stumbles 15 feet to the north to where this hallway opens up into that green tiled room that's covered in webs. As he stumbles away, Begins to shout, Zhezhek, Zhezhek, there's intruder, Zhezhek, what are you doing? Get out here. And he will stumble one step forward, and then he you can see Theobald that he's like blindly grasping out with his arms, trying to find something to hold on to. And he's going to cast a spell. Oh, no. And he disappears. Oh, no. Did he just like, wink out or it was like a and he disappeared from view like when the ring falls onto Frodo's finger in Fellowship of the Ring kind of like that you can still hear yeah. him shouting Zhezhek Zhezhek get out here and it is Bimkin's turn did Bimkin hear this creature behind him oh most certainly you did okay the world's going to slow down and he's going to slowly look over his shoulder. Does he recognize it? You recognize it. This is the creature that was in your house. And he's going to start hyperventilating and he's trying to yell at Nibnub to get out of there, but like no words are coming out because he's just losing it. He's going to start panicking and in his panic he's going to cast one of his weaker spells because that's the only thing he can think of at that time he's going to try to daze this creature okay it's a will save and i got a 17 yeah six six points of damage mm-hmm. you've got one more action i think i'm good i think he can't move i imagine he's just so terrified that he's like glued stuck in space do you want to do a recall knowledge? Yeah. Occultism? Thanks. 15? What Bimkin knows is that this creature absorbed his entire family. Oh my God. Yikes. That's all you know. Well, thanks. I already knew that. 
<laughs> but I'm telling you, you don't know any more than that. <laughs> With all your study and, and strife, Willen, you look down, you see Bimkin frozen in terror, having just cast a spell onto this creature. You see uh, to the north, Keeper Crove has suddenly just whoosh, disappeared. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Oh, God. All right, Bimkin. I hope this helps. And I approach Bimkin and I cast invisibility on him. Ooh. Nice. Thank you. I'm hoping that will make you less afraid. Where's my body? Okay. This makes you undetected all creatures, though they can still attempt to find you. And it lasts for 10 minutes or until Bimkin does an aggressive action. That brings us back around to this green and pink beast that is attempting to attack Nibnub. I think it's going to go whole hog this turn. Oh, no. Strike number one is a 28 to hit. That hits. Pretty you good. You will take 15 points of damage. Oof. That's pretty good, too. And I need another fortitude save. 24. Okay, you're good. Second Oof. attack, a 13. That misses. And it's just mindlessly raking at you, attempting anything it can to get through your defenses. Third attack is a 20. That also just misses. All right. At this point, Theobald, in the distance to the north, you hear a voice call out, Boss? Boss, what are you screaming about? What's going on? And it is Nibnub's turn. Oh, that really hurt. Oh, man. I think Nibnub would look at this thing see the face of the creature. He doesn't think this is like the creature we've been looking for because it's not big enough, basically. Mm-hmm. But he sees a evil thing that threatens his third, fourth, and fifth mommies. A.K.A. Tom and the Boys. <laughs> you mean Nibnub and the Mommies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our new band name. So Nibnub <laughs> looks at this thing, looks behind him, sees that all of Nimnum's best friends, all of his best mommies are right behind him. So he's uh, he can't let this thing through. So I'm going to do something that I've never done before, which is I'm going to raise my shield. I think that's an action. You're dropping your, your trident. Is it a buckler? What are you doing? Yeah, I do have a buckler on my arm. Do oh, okay. I have to drop the spear that I'm holding no. in order no, to no. raise it? I wasn't sure what kind of shield you had. So yes, you're able to uh, raise the shield with your buckler so that can intercept an attack or even reduce the damage you take from an attack later. Mm -hmm. That's one action. Next action. This thing is trying to rake me with its tentacles and I see one kind of whiz past and I just instinctively bite down as hard as I possibly can. Do it. 27 to hit. Hits. Okay, so that's going to be 12 damage. Okay. One action left. All right. One more bite. So 21 to hit. That hits exactly. So that's going to be 16 damage. All right. You take a couple good chunks out of this strange beast, raising your shield to defend you against future attacks, and it is Theobald's turn. Just a quick question about Bon Mott. Can I do that every round, essentially? The main thing is that once he's got that penalty, it doesn't stack. Cool. But I could do it to something else. Yep. So like I could call this dog's breakfast 
a dog's breakfast. Yeah, as long as you think it would understand you. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's got a mouth, right? It's it it speaks. It was once upon a time in your mind. Yeah, there's got to be some intelligence in it, right? Anything you dream of, Trevor. (laughs) Guys. All right. Well, I'm going to quickly bond mot this thing that was in my mind. Okay. That clearly hasn't done very much for itself since we've parted ways. (laughs) (laughs) That hurts. Yeah. Since you parted ways, like you've been working out a lot, you know, like you've been really doing a lot of self-improvement. But this thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's a slob. It's it's got mouths popping up out of places. Yeah, exactly. Theobald hit the gym. He deleted Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lawyer. thing. I got some new (laughs) friends. We're like trying to, you know, save reality from whatever the hell this has gotten itself into. So. This thing can't decide if it's got mouth claws or finger claws. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So that's that's my bond, Mott. And I'm just going to quickly <laughs> roll a diplomacy against this thing. A 20. I'm so sorry. That is a fail. <laughs> I'm just imagining the, the above being like, you need to hit the gym. <laughs> we're all just like, <laughs> I mean, it's not a critical fail. Yeah. It's not yeah, so you're, bad. Yeah. Like, you're clearly not taking yeah, care dude, of yourself. what happened? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. We got some stuff to make things appear. Like, we got some dust of appearance. I do have some. I do have a scroll of glitter dust, I believe. I so, have a scroll oh, yeah. of invisibility or see invisibility. Right. That is good, too. That kind of stuff could help us right now with uh, Crove. I don't know if you have anything I'm like that, thinking Trevor. that, but I'm also thinking about the, the big monster as well. Because I believe that was, it was invisible oh, as well. Oh, yeah. There's still something left to fight. We need yeah. to save some of that for that, for sure. I can move towards this thing and hit it with my sword. Like, is that a possibility? Can I get close enough to hit it? Or is the hallway too narrow? The hallway is is really rare, narrow right now. You wouldn't be able to attack over top of Nimnub. You could try yeah. a tumble through with your second action to see if you can get on the other side of it. Yeah, I'm going to do a total handspring to the opposite side of this gross-looking monster. Handspring off Nibnub's shoulders. Sick. Okay, give me an acrobatics check. I do a, a 28 cartwheel Ooh. over <laughs> Nibnub. It's always a cartwheel. <laughs> it is always a cartwheel. <laughs> cartwheel over him. <laughs> I just put one hand on his head and just sort of like yeah. roundabout... <laughs> And you deftly <laughs> flip over top of the creature to land south of it, now flanking the creature with Nimnub. Mm-hmm. Nice. That was That's a good move. Yeah. That was the coolest car yeah, wheel that, I've ever seen. That was a good turn, except for that Bon Ma. <laughs> Is the athletics check the third action? It was 45 feet from where you were, so 25 feet for your first move, and then mm. the rest of your movement for the second one. Okay, yeah, that's fair. You continue to hear Crove screaming to the north of you, Zhezhak! Zhezhak, these bastards have broken into my asylum. And he is going to cast another spell. Oh, no. We're all, like, in a line. He'll move a little bit first, I think. He's going to stumble, kind of half speed across the room, turn, and then cast a spell at Willen. He's blind. He is blind. He's just shooting it back down the hallway, and he's got to roll a uh, DC 10 flat check to hit you at all. So I might as well roll that first. I mean, that doesn't seem hard. 16, so it will overcome his blindness. And you recognize the spell. He's shooting an acid splash your way. Ooh, <laughs> toss back. Well, you kind of deserve this. He ticks after my own heart. 
<laughs> Does a 22 hit Willen? Absolutely. All right. So you are going to take... So nine points of ashen damage. And Bimkin takes a one point of splash. Oh, no. And it is Bimkin's turn. Bimkin's going to yell down the hallway, Get away from it, you guys! And uh, I think I'm going to cast a heal. A two-action heal. 30 feet so I can get everybody. Oh, wait, do I get this creature, though, as a result? Three action is positive energy that heals everything living within the burst. You could do a two-action and target one person, but they get extra hit points. Oh, Hmm. it's just one. Yeah, three actions is everybody living within 30 feet. Hmm. It might be worth it to heal us all off a bit and and heal it as well a little. I say just pick your favorite. Yeah, I think. Yeah, pick your favorite child. (laughs) I'm picking what I believe to be the most injured child and possibly (laughs) the bravest, which is Nibnub. So he's going to cast heal on Nibnub for 11 points. That's going to be more than that. So it's actually an additional 24. Yes. What? Holy smokes. 35 points of healing. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm only at 37, so you just doubled my hit points. Sweet. Oh, I'm at full now. Nice. That's good. Thank you, mommies. Now get the way. So that was two actions, so I still have one more action. And you're still invisible. And I'm invisible. I think maybe I'll try using this scroll of sea invisibility. The thing is, I don't know how long it lasts. Action to pull it out. Duration is 10 minutes. Okay, so I will pull it out. Okay. It is Willen's turn. All right. Sorry, Bamkin. I'm going in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm heading back south towards my two brothers. Or my, my son and my brother? I don't know. Nibnub <laughs> 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 <Nip-nub> and Theo. <laughs> I'm going to cast uh, Phantom Pain. Okay. So it's an illusory pain that racks the target, dealing 2d4 mental damage. Nice. And 1d4 persistent mental damage. Ooh. So you must attempt a will save, DC 19. 23. That is Oof. a success. The target takes Damn. full initial damage, but no persistent damage. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. This is actually one of your focus spells, right? Yeah. Cool. So he takes five damage, and I guess that's my turn. That brings us to the creature once again. Surrounded by Nibnub and Theobald, it is flat-footed. It is a creature of chaos. I'm going to be rolling randomly to see who I attack. Come at me! Nibnub, you're getting the first attack. It is a 29 to hit. Oh, shit. That's going to hit. Can I use my shield block as a reaction to that? Yeah, this, so this will reduce the damage, right? Yes. Okay. 15 points of damage. Ouch. So you'll take six. Six and my shield's broken. Cool. And then I need you to make a fortitude save. 22. All right, you're okay. Nice. Second nice. attack is up again. 20 to hit. Oh, that doesn't hit. Okay. And then... A third attack on Nibnub. Yeesh. Nice. Only a nine to hit. Ha ha! You then hear from back in the main hallway, Boss, boss, I can't see you. What's going on? What's with all this fucking web? <laughs> and then you hear... <laughs> and Nibnub, it's your turn. I'll do a power attack for my first attack. So that'll be two actions. Okay. Do more damage if I hit. Heck yeah. It's a 34. That 
is a crit. Oh, on a power attack. Fresh hand. Crazy. Oh, 42 damage. Oh, man. Nimna bites in and rips just a huge chunk of this creature off. And it's like ooze and blood and gore just like splatters against the wall. And it's there like... (laughs) Still struggling to take the two of you down. But you have dealt it a significant blow. Nice, Nimnub. Nice. Yeah, that was sick, man. I bit one (laughs) of its main tentacles off, I guess. Oh, and it's going to be taking 1d6 bleed damage from now on. That's awesome. Nice. And I guess I'll try to finish it off. Okay. Give her. Got one more action. One more time. Oh, no. 18 to hit. Fortunately for you, though, it is not a critical fail. Okay. So you are good, and it is Theobald's turn. Theobald... What you gonna do? Think about punching him. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna think about stabbing him with my uh, Eldrin's heart sword. Okay. Natural twenty plus twelve. Okay. I think you should do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I saw Nibnup do a critical, and I was like, yeah. I think I might be able to pull that off. Maybe not with the teeth, but like, I got a sword. I could probably hit it pretty hard. What? 42 oh my damage. damage. No way. <laughs> That's crazy. That's sweet. I'm just a copycat. You know, <laughs> I saw you do something cool. I was like, I'm going to do that too. I'm going to disappoint you here. How much of that is precision damage? Oh, no. Oh. Why? Why does that matter? It just, just, just 42, Sean. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Sean. <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to take a little bit away and I'm going to be generous in return. Just you wait. That doesn't sound generous. No. Doesn't yeah. sound like Sean at all. And so how much is physical and how much is precision? Physical damage is 20. Okay. And precision is 22. Okay. It takes none of the precision damage. Oh, no. But you still have to roll Bane because Eldrin's heart is Bane against aberrations. I want you to roll me a D6 and I want you to roll real high. <laughs> I rolled a five. Five hit points left. Yeah! <laughs> left, yes, yay! You destroy the chaos beast. Nice. Yeah. Can't believe you almost tried to take away this beautiful moment, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Theobald, describe your kill. As Theobald previously had just seen Nibnub gnash down and like really take a chunk out of these gross tentacle teeth monsters that I had seen be pulled out of my mind. And I thought... Yeah, it's not so scary when it's outside of you. I think I can do that. And I just took my magical sword and I just straight and true right into it. And I felt the glowing power of my magic sword stuff uh, (laughs) just rip apart this tentacle tooth monster. And it splattered all over the walls like a balloon popping. And I had gross stuff on my face. And I looked at Nibnub and I like nodded. And Nibnub looked at me like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job, Tom. <laughs> and we high five. And I look on in horror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As that high five connects, <laughs> the chaos beast exploded across the hallway. <laughs> You look to the north and you see this uh, annoyingly voiced man, Zizek, suddenly appear to the north. Tall, lanky, emaciated, thin, wearing rags, his skin pale white. His eyelids drip with blood 
and you see in his hand a razor blade. And we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks once again for listening to The House on Carrion Hill. Please, if you're able, go on Apple Podcasts and get us a five-star rating. Schubert's desperate for them. Find us on social media at The House of Bob, Instagram, Twitter. Join our Discord. Come chat with us. Support us on the Patreon. You get access to a whole bunch of extras, including zines, blog posts, extra episodes, and director's commentary, including some one-shots. I'd like to thank all of our patrons, Bits of Cake, James, Thomas, Alex, Mortimer, Ben, Connor, Pedrick, Brandon, Team Eamon, Pavel, Christine, Tom, Elias, Mark, Jessica, Scooter, Tyler, Josh, Keith, Bluckett12, Tom, Jessica, Kieran, Mike, Sylvia, and Luke. Thank you very much. Artwork for this episode was by me, Sean Makes. Audio production and sound design is by Astronomic Audio, and music for this episode was by Mike Hammock. Roll on! I'm starting to think that he actually just bought those mouth jaws. You think? I think so. (laughs) Well, actually, uh, Uh, his kids having this realization. His mommies did make them for him. That Mm -hmm. that is something that... uh, Because because he kept, uh, like, breaking his teeth when he was fighting stuff. So, I don't. I've never (laughs) called myself that. All right. um, (laughs) Boo, Sean. I'm sorry. The dice, the dice roll the way they roll. You're too busy trying to identify the gender. Just <laughs> yeah, just looking for dicks. <laughs> there, some of them are in there. There's other things in there too. We have Don't to be able to discern a, a rat. Please dick as well. Cut all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I have like uh, a bunch of Lego in my dice tray, so my dice keeps getting cocked. All right. <laughs> Maybe maybe take the Lego out. I have no place to put it right now. <laughs> the Lego must stay in the box. It's all really <laughs> tiny stuff. It could roll onto the floor and I'd lose it forever. Sean's eating ice. He'll he'll Sorry. Be ready in a second. Crove pulled this from your mind. Whoa. What do you do? Put it back in. No, keep it out. It's gross. <laughs> Better out yeah, than in, I'm, I always say. I'm definitely <laughs> going to need to talk to a therapist after this. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think we all will. <laughs> Group therapy session at, right after. Yeah, yeah, over breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. And we're all just there with you in your therapy session. And we're yeah, all judging you. Yeah, but we're we're there <laughs> oh. for breakfast. Oh, don't don't. Yeah, yeah. Hash browns, hash browns, <laughs> and judgment. That's what you have. So what do you do? Yeah. With <laughs> uh, I want to quip first because he's going to take. I mean, the penalties stand at like what he'll take won't affect how I'll hit him, but okay. uh, it'll just be nice to like insult him first and be like, I don't know, guys, you got to help me brainstorm this. I'm not really good at thinking on my feet. Um, could be something about good, revenge. Could be something about and now he can't see. Yeah, I'll see you later. Oh, you've been yeah, blinded by, uh, by the light. Yeah, could be like, uh, see you later. Uh, oh no, wait, you won't. These are all. Ooh. 
Jeanette, that's great. Very, very okay. uh, yeah, that sounds like maybe, Theo to me. Maybe something yeah. not against about the blindness, because that's not really what we, you know, came here about. <laughs> that's like our fault. But, that <laughs> yeah, but that's what makes it great. Yeah, it's our because consolation we did that prize. to him. Is that so we're we're sort of like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought we were trying to kill him, though. Why would we see him later? It, <laughs> shh. <laughs> you hear Will and say up, that behind sh- your back. Shut up. <laughs> which is uh, the little button here. No, not that button. Thanks for listening, everybody, to me finding the buttons. <laughs> That's what I was doing on my turn. Yeah. So. <laughs> Good play by time. It's been a while. Theobald punches him 11 times. Another amazing stratagem. <laughs> I think I'll punch him eleven times. Exactly. Yeah. All on the eyes. <laughs> All right. Well done. It's now Keeper Crove's turn. And he is going to blindly stumble down the hallway away from you, away from these eleven punches. <laughs> I don't think this thing could be intimidated. Maybe that's metagaming, but not really. You're just looking at it and you're like Nah. (laughs) Nah. I think Nib Nub, you know, I don't know how stupid he is, but I think he, yeah, he might, he might figure that out. Um, I'll protect you, mommies. Don't worry. It won't get through me. Uh, I'm proud of you, son. (laughs) (laughs) Quick question. Uh, Zizek, are you trying to say Zizek? No. Okay. Is that a food that I would know of? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a sandwich or whatever. Yeah. It's too bad. <laughs> Zizek is a turkey cutlet. <laughs> turkey cutlet. <laughs> we'll see. It may be an, an apt name once you uh, see what happened. What's happening? <laughs> We're gonna all, all um, be turkey cutlets when this is through. <laughs> Forty-two damage. Oh man! How many roads must a man walk down? <laughs> <laughs> the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Wow. Uh, hold on. My cat is stepping on top of stuff. I'm going to disappoint you here. Tell me about the damage. Tell me what you got. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to disappoint me. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I'm thinking happy thoughts as I stab <laughs> this thing that came out of my head. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cut this <laughs> This gonna, is going so well. You're going to excise this tumor. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like this is fun. Like smash, smash, how much dam- smash. How much damage is it for the listeners? 42 points of damage with my sword. But he mimicked the teeth and everything. So I want you to roll. I was gnashing my teeth as I was swinging the sword. Sure, sure. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> is this the guy that was really annoyed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had to cut all of that 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 web. You know, all you, the web you stuck everywhere. I had to use this razor blade to cut it all up. Do you know how garbage. much work it is to clean huh? a whole web with just a little razor blade? <laughs> I don't have a magic sword like that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to HR about this. <laughs> yeah, you guys are making a heck of a mess, you know that? <laughs> 